1: FM to get started.
0: Hey everybody! On this episode of the Legends of Tomorrow After Show, we're going to travel back in time to feudal Japan and find out how do you prove to your friends you met a ninja. Let's do it. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion. After
1: Buzz TV, and now let the buzz begin.
2: I,
0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Legends of Tomorrow After Show. The music we're playing tonight was played at the end of this episode as the Wave Riding crew journey back into the time stream. Is time on their side? I don't know, I guess we'll find out in the course of this, vid- uh, this episode. We'll see. I'm your hosts, Frank Brandy. You can follow me on Twitter at HappyGoJackie.
1: I am another one of your hosts, Lex Michael, all of your social media, at the Lex Michael. And I'm the third host for tonight. My
2: name's Dave Child. At Mr. Dave Child on
1: Twitter, <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting spins now. Uh, all right, it's I'm happening. Just feeling Uh-oh. soulful. There you go.
2: Uh, oh, of
0: nice. course, our fourth member of the panel, Lucretia Lyon. She is on assignment this evening, deciding to just go to those sports events.
2: Sports, sports, sports. 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 Yeah, so fine. Sports, sports.
0: There you go. Uh, but folks, if you want, uh, like us on Facebook, give us those five stars on yeah. iTunes. Uh, as well, always, we know Lex Michael lives, survives, and thrives on those five stars.
1: We live for stars. I do. It is It is my food. That's right. It is my food. It is my water. It is my air, those five-star reviews. We're regular Kirby's over here. There
0: you go. Uh, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can also hop in the chat. Lucretia usually has her computer here, but think right. like, in that case, tonight, we can pull up the chat while we're chatting with you, folks. I'll do that for you. Oh, look at that. James yeah, in the booth. Nice. That would be beautiful. Look at that. Handsome and talented. That's why he's a double threat. It gives us all something yeah. to
2: to aspire yeah. to. For I, sure, I'm neither one of those. No, so I have no idea what either. Of that I, feels I'm like. just handsome. That's I'm right. just <laughs> handsome and got no talent at all.
0: Oh, what? That's get out of here, go. Dave Child has talent, and we're going to tell you a little bit more how you can see some of that talent at the end of this episode. Yeah, we can that's actually what we call in the biz a tease. Uh, ooh, <laughs> that's a
1: tease. <laughs> we can, though. We can prove. We have, we have now documented evidence Absolutely. of Dave's talent. Yes. Yeah. For your your viewing pleasure. We'll get to that later, though. Right now, we're in feudal Japan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so we start with our boy there, uh, Nate still under sedation. And we find out yeah. what Vixen uh from last episode after seeing Rex die in her arms. Uh, oh my god. Okay.
2: So Vixen is this i this was a fun episode but is vixen gonna go through every episode just being pissed off at another <laughs> legend and every episode she's just like well that guy's a dick that guy's awful and then by the end of the episode not so bad yeah after all <laughs> that's it right seems like every she's she had two, right. two people so far this I time mean, it's stein stein you're right. <laughs> <laughs> next time it's gonna be stein stein's going down yeah, I thought they were building like maybe a Ray love interest because of that. And I kind of hope that they maybe still do that. But it's weird that they didn't. Instead of like focusing on that again and having her have more banter with Ray, she went to Rory and then is just kind of doing not. It's not as like romantic, flirty. It's just weird. I don't trust you because you're a, a killer. But how do you know that? She <laughs> yeah. she just gets a sense from him, like
1: a bad sense. I, I It's interesting to me that you're hoping that it goes in a romantic direction. With Ray. Like, yeah! Like, or with anybody, because honestly, and maybe I'm in the minority, I don't ship any of these people with each other as much as I just enjoy watching them be buddies, and I feel like a lot of the romance stuff gets in the way of all of them just, just buddying around. I will say, though, I yeah. Oh, I just sidebar. Taking a step back from what Vixen's agenda is, um, there's there's an episode there's an episode of TV guys that that exists now. Oh boy, where, tell us about it. We're a, a B plot, <laughs> and presumably throughout the rest of the season, a major B plot is that Vixen wants to avenge the death of our man at the hands of the Reverse Flash. You guys. I'm so happy yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well that's true that when you when you speak it like that that very sentence intrigues me very much about the right. rest of the season spoken like that so hopefully it executes if it can uh, live up To just the way you spoke that sentence, that'd be really cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly the beats of the,
2: how you spoke that sentence. Um, uh,
0: but I will say that instead of focusing, it seems like on the relationship between Ray and Vixen, what they're focusing right. on is Ray's insecurity about uh, relying on the armor
2: to be a hero, which is actually kind of interesting. And I like that they're now he doesn't have the armor, so now we're going to see Ray without the armor, which we have been for quite a bit because usually the armor doesn't work anyways or and you see him kind of battle things out so it's nice to it's nice to have him kind of face up to who he is as a hero who he is as a person without outside of the armor so i'm i'm actually interested in that story Lot.
1: Yeah, and there was a lot of stuff that I think they handled very well. Dave and I watched the episode together, and uh, and there were a couple of times where we looked at each other, and on my end, was, and...
2: And we did, and we
1: <laughs> I would rest my head on his manly shoulders, yeah. and it's super cute. That's... I do, I maybe don't ship any of the legends. I do ship me and Dave a little bit. Oh, it'll happen. Uh, for just give it like another couple of episodes, and I think we're gonna really yeah, build sure. something we'll, special we'll, here. We'll build it up. For we got to sure. bring attention. <laughs> but there were uh, there were a couple of of logic things that didn't. Completely track for me, but I will say I think Brandon Routh did a really excellent job selling his arc through this episode.
0: Now, right. well, I, and I know I've been one of the biggest people that have been vocal, but like I'm not a fan of this interpretation of Adam with the suit, where it seems like a very much of an amalgamation between Iron Man and the Adam that I know and love, and you, I'm sure you guys do from yeah, the comics. Sure. If they use this as a way to kind of transition back to the, the kind of core element of what the Adam is, he's just Ray Palmer. He's got a super. Uh, he's got a size shrinking belt. He's, he's just a, a shrinky dude. He's just a shrinky dude. Almost uh, very similar, more to I mean, uh, people that watched uh, the movies. I mean, Adam was a pre, uh, precursor to Ant Man, but we're kind of yeah. leading up that he kind of re- resembles the more the Ant Man type of powers. Would you sure. be satisfied with that?
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean the short the short I, answer is yeah, yeah. I think it would be cool if he just if he just had that one power. And because right now he has those um, those blasts, those like those gun blasts, and I feel like we have enough people with guns. I, I like the idea of. Everyone having a different thing they can do in the middle of a fight. And him being able to shrink really small is useful mm-hmm. in the middle of a fight and in espionage, which they tend to do a lot. And in this episode, we see that Ray is trying to make himself have powers. Like, I didn't realize, I thought that whatever is going to happen to Steel happens accidentally. But everything that happens to him was something that Ray wanted to happen to himself because he wanted to inject himself and give himself steel powers.
0: Which, I mean, I know during the course of the last episode, we really heard Had Vixen really going really hard on Ray. Like, right. come on, what's this all about? But up before that, I never really got the sense that Ray had that kind of insecurity about him being hero and feeling like it was the armor that was doing the lifting and not him
1: it feels maybe again maybe a little bit contrived but i do think again it comes back to brandon routh's ability to sell it and I think he sold it exceptionally well. I mean, you brought up uh, the Ant-Man comparison, right? And uh, to use another uh, Marvel postmark, one of the things I really love about Iron Man through the Marvel Cinematic Universe is in each installment, watching his tech evolve and change right. and, and improve. So I I agree. If this, the, the destruction of the Atom suit and this struggle that Ray is going through currently, if this ultimately leads us to something like, uh, Frank, what you were describing, something a little little bit more like the uh, not Hammond and the Adam of the comics I I think that's great I think that's a great way to both service his arc maybe arc him to a place where he's like oh this is my power that's the other thing I didn't get like his power is his ability to to use the tech in the way that he does and what makes him a hero is his drive to do so what he decides to do with that technology he's not he's not the shogun who steals the suit and wants to use it to control people he's using it for altruistic purposes Mm -hmm. yeah and
2: I like my heroes with kind of uh, weaknesses like outside of the suit, he's just the dude. Or I kind of wish they kept Steel having still be uh, hemophiliac. Like if he he could still if he get if he bleeds, it's a problem. Yeah. But if he steals up or whatever you call it beforehand, is it steel on steel on, steel Har- on? I, 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 harden? Which harden. I thought was, they use that. If in, he and gets I was like mm. if he gets a hard on, then <laughs> then uh, it should be able to be. Then he'll be fine, or he'll be able to heal once he's all steeled up or whatever. That would be more interesting to me than now he just has healing abilities, it seems. Yeah.
1: Uh, Sidebar, since we're talking about steel, we were all alive when Terminator 2 came out. We at this table were all alive when Terminator (laughs) 2 came Uh, out. And it was the biggest possible deal that they were able to do what they were doing with the special effects on the T-1000. They're doing it on TV, That's so. That's nuts to me. We got we got a a Deadpool movie earlier this year, and we got a Colossus. And if you put Colossus in the the Deadpool movie, a theatrical released film, uh, up against Steel from this episode, I think. You're gonna yeah, see the tour. The tour yeah. wildly comparable, and that's so insanely cool to me.
0: Yeah, it's. Uh, I'll be curious to see uh, what they do. if They give him a costume of
2: some sorts, because I
0: mean, right. I, like at least, uh, how do you do? You, do you paint that metal? Do you, what, what do you do?
2: Do you paint it? Well, it looks like you can wear clothes like over it, because it just turns his skin all steely, like he was getting oh. shot. Even though it yeah. wasn't affecting the clothes, I really wish it was. It affecting made the a cod piece.
0: That steel made a cod piece on the guy. So it, it made a cool. cod piece. I mean, you didn't see if it. Dro- I, well, I guess you know he kept. No, the you, on it yeah. kept.
2: You you shot waist up. They shot yeah. waist up the <laughs> entire. Like, we time. don't know. I was looking for a steel butt or something. <laughs> Some buns of steel. No. Ah, Hashtag ah, buns of steel. There you go. <laughs> But no, it never got to there.
0: What I do like, though, is it's always nice to have a character that is excited to have powers, that thinks it's such a boom. And so it's cool when somebody all of a sudden gets powers introduced into their lives, like,
1: whoa, this is awesome. Uh, Less angst, more like, this is so cool. It is a a little bit. It does feel like, and he, he was so far in this season, has been almost the audience analog. He's the outsider who then has to we use Become him to come the time detective the time detective but well. <laughs> we use him to to reestablish what's what's going on essentially and so to have him then get powers and be the audience surrogate was like oh my god it's so exciting in a way that the other characters can't now because all of the legends certainly are are now a little bit jaded to it i would right. think and they've all had their abilities each and every one of them for a couple of years they're more used to it and they they scowl a lot more yeah. so it's nice <laughs> it's nice to see the the big metal guy be like this is so cool
0: i'm a metal guy yeah. by episode 3 our episode uh, season four, I guess we'll see naked. Like, mm,
1: yeah, it's like God, I've Steve, been I've been around the block once or twice, you guys. <laughs> now I wonder, did
0: Vixen, did she summon the powers of like a church mouse at the beginning of the episode? Because she got around the wave rider so quietly <laughs> and snuck up on everybody. Well, you know, probably a cat will do that, right? Cat, like well, Church well, mouse, well. yeah. I just wanted to see like a little, shh, a little. I just like a little. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was like right in front of her face. That's right. just a little... <laughs> That
0: was it. Right. Nobody's um, gonna hear me.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then but then she was able to take out the entire team and then was pretty easily convinced that it wasn't them. Yeah, which I like Sarah says what I wrote the word, It's like, uh Mick is a thief and a murderer, but
0: he's also a legend. And like, are we still going with that guy's yeah, legend? That's just it. like wow. <laughs> just embracing calling yourself legends. All right. All
1: right, okay. Slightly slightly presumptive. But I do like
0: the idea that she tells them uh, up front that Rex's last words are time traveler. Sarah says, you've been chasing some kind of time traveler that's kind of meddling back in time. So maybe these are the two people. So at least I like that it wasn't drawn out. Yeah. And it's like, all right, we need to get the idea. Yeah,
2: I guess. I kind of wish they had some sort of evidence that there is some other time traveler that they would show her. Mm -hmm. Because right now it was just like... No, it wasn't us. There's bad time travelers, and she's like, "Oh, okay, all right. That's, I, I believe it." Yeah.
1: I mean, Vixen in her in her capacity as a member of the JSA has probably seen her share of really weird stuff. So maybe right. maybe for her, even in context, maybe this is not the biggest leap. I don't know. Or maybe I'm,
2: I'm, I don't know. I'm, this is backseat writing, but this is the first episode this season. That have actually kind of come up against like i don't I think they could have done this a little better, like I like the other episodes, and this was the first one that was a little like off center for me, and I think one of the reasons is because people's motivations are questionable, and like vixen's is like she just trusts them, but not rory, and I think if they if they had just made it, so she was going on this mission to get them to like you know, come back in time and to kinda of see like, I still don't believe you guys, but this needs to be done now, so I'm gonna help you out. That sort of like thing. And then she kind of learns to trust them as the yeah. as the episode goes on. Or even
0: if she doesn't tell them why she's really there. She, we know that she's there. Right. She's trying to figure out who's done it, but she's not gonna let them know. And, yeah, and
2: there's none of that. It seems like she trusts them right away except for Rory for some reason.
0: Well, the one thing I would like, and I always feel like this is a hang-up, maybe it's just me when you're talking about uh, a show that uses a time travel machine, a time machine Uh in there, is that I don't want dialogue where people say, I don't have time to do this, or uh, we don't know how long this is going to take, you have a time machine. And you Literally. can go back to the very moment that you just like, left. Yeah, so there's... please don't bring that up as an excuse while you can't get involved in something.
1: Nothing you know? any of you do not have time for <laughs> yes. ever
0: again. Yeah, so I mean, v- Vixen says, you know, I'm not going to leave until this person's caught. And they're so like, ah, you know, we don't know how long it's going to take. Well, don't worry. You've got a time machine. You can take it right back to right now, and it's all fine. So let's just right. not even have this debate. Let's just keep going.
2: I did like how, I do like how there's a trend in this season where they're just, it is Doctor Who with superheroes. And I like that. I kind of like that they're just coming up with excuses to fall into the middle of nowhere, just feudal Japan, just because they accidentally show up there. And, I mean, it's dumb that they were fighting on the ship, but I think that's cool that they fell off of the ship and then just popped up randomly somewhere. And they're like, all right, now we have to face... What's happening here? Because yeah. we're in the middle of it and we're heroes. And I don't
0: find it like they're they're fighting around. It was just like Nate trying to get the use of his new ability. So, I mean, it didn't seem that contrived. To yeah. Me. It wasn't like a deliberate thing. It was just like them
2: play, horsing around, so to speak. Right. And that was fun. And I like how the armor, the samurai armor to the actual armor. I wish this was the first. I wish. We had gone through a lot more episodes where the armor was badass and working all the time. Yes. Until so that. This, yeah. So when this happened, it would be like, "Oh no, they have the most powerful thing in their arsenal." Yeah. But we don't feel like that. Like we feel I kept wondering like they they kept talking about, "Okay, we're going to have to hit this this exact armpit spot so that <laughs> so that like the whole thing will blow up." And I kept wondering, "I Can't you just wait till he takes a shower?
1: Or we kept going like, well, what happens? Why not just wait a couple of, at most, a couple of days till the thing malfunctions terribly like it it always does? (laughs) And then you'll just go peel it off of
2: him. Yeah, Yeah, that makes total sense. Like runs out of juice or something, you know, and I guess it's powered off a white dwarf. Star, but still, like, but but
1: then we were even talking about too, like, why and again, this is a couple of logic things that did bug me a little bit. Why didn't it occur to Ray, who's a genius, a literal genius, at any point to build in a failsafe for something like this that isn't destroy the suit? That that bugged me a little bit, but then also, like, Dave, you and I were talking about while we were watching, well, like, he's gonna have to take the suit off eventually, right? Why not just maybe. And any plan, right, but why not, for example, let them go through with the wedding and then on the wedding night when Seducell. he's vulnerable ah, there and you since, go. since we saw you know his his uh, unwilling bride to be certainly ultimately when it came down right. to it, had no problem standing up to him there could, there was uh there's room for a plan right. here but
2: yeah. but separated from that and kind of simplifying it. the armor with the samurai armor was kind of nice, and it was nice that we didn't go to. European nights or something. Yeah. We went to samurai soldiers. And also, I think they improved the suit by putting a cool sam- samurai yeah, helmet, helmet <laughs> on.
1: The, seeing the shogun in the Adam suit with the helmet on, uh, on the horse. I was like, kind of like, yeah, it kind of works better for him. Insanely cool. But I felt so bad for that horse, because I imagine that suit is
0: so, not Like, why are you on a right? horse, dude?
2: <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know how to fly it. Yet, True, but probably...
0: still, that's going to be so heavy. Like Everybody trying to get him up there, like, alright, and then poor is just like... What, is there a white
2: dwarf star <laughs> in this? <laughs> Ugh.
0: One thing, that, uh, and maybe it was just Ray trying to psych out the the Shogun. But when he says uh, when they're taking the armor away, it's like you can't do this. I built it just for me. It's only gonna work for me. If you use this, it's gonna harm you. I thought it was gonna lead up to something, and it never and it did. Doesn't. No,
2: it's just like oh, it chafes a little. That <laughs> <But> is <laughs> it's it. Just like ooh, ooh, there's a bit too much room down there, or
1: not enough around here. Ray has it's very sensitive skin right and so he knows how uncomfortable it is for him and he says shogun this is designed for me and it chafes as bad as it does i got rashes here, <laughs> and, here and here it's gonna hurt your
2: feeling you it's gonna body shame you is what it's gonna do because <laughs> i'm in so much shape and you're gonna wear it and you're gonna feel bad about it. how you look because it looks so good on me and it's not gonna look as good on you yeah, the, it doesn't do anything though. <laughs> uh, let's. Uh, yeah, which seems so weird to me on that point. Like, oh,
0: why would you make that such a big moment in the show? Yeah, like, no, okay, it's all good. I didn't have anything yeah. to do with it. Uh, let, I want to talk about a little bit about Nate Haywood, Time Detective. Yes. So I, it was a cool yeah. sequence. Him falling into the time stream, you know, falling out of it, landing in feudal Japan, but. The part that made me laugh is that he immediately just gets up, looks around, and goes, oh, I know exactly where I am in time. Like, what? You're in a field. How
2: did you know exactly <laughs> was where it, you are? He saw, like, a palace, and he saw people, right?
1: I don't know if he, in that first shot, I don't, yeah, there I mean, was just a like, field. They don't make fields like yeah. this anymore. It's <laughs> certainly I was like, not in America. <laughs> I was like, how would you not? Know? I thought he saw, like, farmers,
2: and, and he saw maybe, like, a hut or two. But you can dig that to
0: like oh, I'm in this set. I don't like, know.
2: I think it's like <laughs> unless I'm on a film, unless I'm on the film set of The Last Samurai or something, I'm gonna assume it's around <laughs> this if I'm seeing that. You know, like I, I, I fell for it. I was like, come on, and I then he knew exactly like where, in
0: where in Japan he was just by like the carts going by. I was like, oh, I think I'm in this part. This You're is very smart. I like <laughs>
2: him. I like him a lot because I think he's. For one, we finally have someone who's excited to be on the team, mm-hmm. but also, he's smart. he's like smarter than Ray, actually, and I think that puts Ray in his place, and Stein is like a theoretical guy, but I thought Ray was like the tech guy, but all that tech stuff has been taken away from him. He doesn't have too much, even like Jax is the one repairing the ship like yes. all the time he's not he's not the one repairing the ship and now you have someone who's knows all about history and is like the time detective and so what does ray have right now and he's i like how he's trying to find himself
0: no that's true because uh, it'd be interesting to see where that takes ray palmer right. especially not having a, an, a suit of armor to kind of be your uh, the next episode is gonna be
1: really curious to see where he yeah. goes. does he have to stay on the ship at this point he's a legend He's in it for the <laughs> long like, what, is that? Haul. what does that mean? I don't know what that means. Like, does he? But like, seriously. So like, he can he can be useful in an espionage capacity, but it's also uh, Ray. Though he's incredibly smart, is a little bit, little bit goofy sometimes, a little bit clumsy when he needs to not be. So I don't I'm see wondering. That.
2: Hmm? I don't see that at
1: all. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> of no course dude. he is. No yeah. Dudes. Yeah. No. Um, so I'm wondering how how best to utilize Ray when. If he bumbles something, he can't then use the Atom suit to help fix it.
2: Yeah. And think, also for his own safety. I think we found his new superhero name, which is the Bumbler. The Bumbler.
0: <laughs> the Bumbler. The, uh, what I do like about Nate, though, is it's like uh, having Rip Hunter along, but without all the angst. At least for the the past stuff. I mean, certainly he doesn't have as much future knowledge as Rip Hunter does since he's been through all the time. But Nate's yeah. not uh, not afraid to like kind of mix it
2: up and change history a little bit. I do want to say uh, Ivan Soto does bring up something. <laughs> Ray's fighting skills for forks' sake, yeah. lol. Uh, he gotta find I, dwarf star. Ivan's right. Like he actually is a good fighter. Like we we have been watching Ray fight people with like you know microscopes and true. Today he kind of took down quite a few like samurais.
0: Well, because even before like, he had the suit built on Arrow, I mean he since ever since what happened to his uh, his wife, right. I mean he was always kind of. Focused on you know, like I trying to like fight back and so I felt like he I had a hope, lot of good fighting. Skills. I hope
1: we're heading towards his wife. That's where I'm that hoping be this season.
2: I'll, I'll save it for predictions. Well,
1: but, but that's a fair point. I I can't. I suppose I can't hold it against him that he lost in a sword fight to one of the most bloodthirsty <laughs> shoguns in the history of feudal Japan. Right. I suppose nobody could be expected to fare incredibly well unless they are maybe Ra's al Ghul or something. Although when he was fighting him at the end and he's
0: describing how he was taking apart the suit and the part's like, oh, this increases your uh, your re- reflexes and your speed, your reaction time. I'm like, yeah. how come you it, it, you make this scene so much cooler than you've ever been inside the suit fighting anybody? Right. I'm like, what's
1: happening? Well, what is well, it's,
2: it's just kind of like, I think, I, I think it's one of those things where sometimes if you create a powerful instrument or a powerful character, it's like how in Star Trek, whenever the, uh, they fight someone like who's strong, Worf is always taken down, like, instantly. Very true. And it's meant to be like, oh, look how strong this person is. They took down Worf. Yeah. But it happens so often that right. you start to be like, I don't think
1: Worf's very good <laughs> at his job.
2: And I think that's kind of what's happening with the suit. I think it tends to be like, oh, they're fine as long as the suit doesn't break down. And then the suit breaks down. Like, because they need to have that dramatic point in the episodes. But if the, when it happens more than once it's kind of like it seems like it's not a very good suit. <laughs> so I wish, like, uh, and certainly these are films, so they're not as long, and you're
0: not doing 22 episodes of, right. of a season. But like in the Avengers films, I mean, Iron Man never plot points about his suit falling apart, and like when they need it the most, it's always crumbling and cracking it down around.
2: Well, him. usually, and when that happens, it's because the Hulk punched him or something. You know, it's, that's it's true. It's in the course of a battle where yeah, like, oh, things the, are failing. Yeah, and then he just has like an arm, or in Iron Man so, three, yeah, there was, was a, of, some of that in three. Yeah, where he was stuck in that small town and hanging out with that kid. But, I mean, understandably so, he just went through all, a, I mean, his, his mansion, guys, his mansion went through yeah. the ocean. That but in that, in that sequence as
0: well,
1: wasn't able to use the suit at its full capacity.
2: So it does, does happen. It does happen. But he
1: kicked but butt in that mansion. He does, just gone he still managed to improvise yeah. pretty well.
2: <laughs> you, see it, you see him kick butt a lot, and you need to have more butt-kicking instances. I'm wondering if there's going to be some, well, predictions. I'll oh. save it for predictions.
0: <laughs> save it for the predictions. Yeah. Uh, so what I do, like, uh, is they're trying to figure out what uh, Mixed Deal is during the course of this episode and I, I, and I like just this moment it's like hey uh, what do we their conversation as they're walking through the wave rider where uh, oh it's uh, oh, oh, oh shoot I, oh about I the ninjas about the ninjas yeah it's like uh, oh. yeah, there's no such thing as ninjas you idiot like,
2: oh. Wait, <laughs> about I go check Norris I couldn't understand this discussion at all this is a world where the league. I'm glad Sarah brought this up. That at she's least. she's basically a ninja. Yeah, and yeah. Ivan is saying this on here, and so Sub Zero saying su- like, ninjas Casket exist. Fan one and Casket fan one. Sarah, badass ninja. Sarah is a
1: ninja. Yep, there is. She's a ninja. That's yep. what she does. They they call her something different in the league, but there's almost no difference. Yeah, right. So like
2: the the fact that Rory is is obsessed with seeing a real life ninja I you have one right True, next but to you. it's not
0: in the con it's not in a real ninja
2: costume that's what you want yeah. guys yeah Mick, Mick doesn't She's want worn the ninja costume in arrow I guess but not I, this. I think
1: what Mick is most interested in is not meeting a ninja necessarily but meeting a ninja as depicted in 70s and 80s cinema. exactly right. that's what you want also I'm
2: surprised they actually showed up because it is that the same time frame I guess I don't know it seems like a different
0: And I always felt like uh, ninjas and and samurais, they were always in opposition to each
2: other. Right.
0: Uh, This, all of a sudden, I felt like they were just teamed up for some reason, and I didn't understand why that was. I'm
2: going to be honest. This episode was the first time I ever doubted that ninjas ever existed. Now I feel like they... (laughs) I always felt like ninjas did exist the same as samurais existed. But now that they bring up, oh, no, of course there's no ninjas. I'm like, wait, is that... Is that like me thinking... Like a unicorn exists because, like unicorns, they make sense. They just have like a horn on. it Do ninjas actually exist? Have there ever been real ninjas? There have been real ninjas. But have I there mean, been real? Ninjas? But I think
0: they've been embellished in in the, for the sake of film. I mean, and I mean stuff, I'm not there saying I mean, there, it, there is actually a foot clan, though. Right? Oh, like, of course. Uh, yeah. Okay. You know, good. Phew. Be careful as you cross the street and you don't want to get any of that radioactive ooze on you tonight, do
2: you? Uh, I wanna. I wanna become a warthog man. <laughs> So you I know, think I'm uh, going to
1: dive right into it. You know who's in that movie? and Mel. You know what else he's on? Arrow. You know what Arrow's connected to? Legends of Tomorrow. And oh, we're back! Oh, look at that! It tied us all back in.
0: But I, the one part I like about Mick, though, is at the top of that scene, he says, you know, what are you doing? Uh, I'm rescuing two morons that fell through their time stream because that's what they do for me. <laughs> and I just like that. Just that one line. Just I mean, it seems like, you know, uh, uh, Mick, loyalty and friendship are really important for Mick as much as he yeah. tries to have that kind of gruff exterior. But you see how much that relationship between him and Captain Cold meant to him, and so I feel right. like he's getting that part uh, that he lost with Snart, and he's starting to kind of fill in from with the legends. So, and I like that that
2: snart part, snart the Snart part, the Snart part, his little Snart part that's oh. missing. And I like, Hashtag I like Snart part.
1: I like that we can actually track this quiet character growth that he's going through without taking an entire scene to have him do a monologue about how like that is nice. My relationship with Leonard taught me how
2: much friendship is worth. Let me tell you about something. Yeah, I'm
1: and I'm, I'm glad that we can actually, like, w- it feels like they're trusting the audience enough to pay attention to this character arc that he's going through, this very clear character arc, without taking a whole bunch of time and laboring the point. And I think they're doing it very nicely. Uh,
0: Although when she does tell, Sarah tells Vixen, like, oh, usually when the chips are down, Mick will come through for you. But I also wanted to say, like, finish that sentence, Sarah. Unless you strand him back in time, then he'll spend (laughs) a while trying to relentlessly pursue you and kill you.
1: Well, I I mean, (laughs) she, she does the next best thing, which is she says Mick does the right thing, usually. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's shorthand. That's right. Let's
2: not uh, remember that, you know, (laughs) when it became about you. Time where he was (laughs) Kronos. Yeah. (laughs) About that. We don't Uh, talk about that anymore.
0: The other thing that we have kind of leading up to the beginning of the episode is for Jackson Stein. Uh, Jack's repairing the ship. Stein's right. like, "Oh, wow, okay, cool." They find out from Gideon that there's actually thirty-six Hidden chambers. Room.
2: Okay, this was my guess about what we were gonna find in that room. I wanted it to be, I wanted it to be Rip Hunter, just I in thought, that room. I thought it was with a beard, like eating rats. I'm like, I locked myself <laughs> in here. I couldn't remember how to get out.
0: <laughs> I thought for sure it was gonna be Rip Hunter in there, like maybe in stasis or something. But uh, because right. of right.
1: time what travel, he's been in this little room for thirty years or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh, my God. It's, it's just like the room from uh, 2001 Space Oddity, but with, like, Rip Hunter as the
1: old man in the bed. <laughs> also, maybe, and maybe this is, I'm totally reaching, and I didn't think about this while I was watching the episode, but they made a big deal about how it's not, they're not 37 rooms. There's a 36th chamber. And I'm wondering, given how clearly Mick is into Kung Fu cinema, he references specifically at least one and he likes Chuck Norris, he likes moves. I'm wondering, right. was that an, that number, that number 36, was that a specific nod to Ooh, the 36th 36 chamber, chamber of uh, Shaolin? Yeah. Oh, I'm wondering that, that was Wu Tang reference. Brandon Christopher says, LOL 36 <laughs> chambers? Yes. Was that a Wu Tang te- reference? Te- technically also a Wu Tang reference, but they they pulled that from the Shaw Brothers' uh, 36th chamber of Shaolin. And so I'm wondering. Wondering if that was a specific nod. There was a moment, the the scene where Ray is "quote unquote" training uh, his steel to, steel to be as it as it were, where he's hitting him with the sticks, very abusive. It almost felt like, oh, they're doing like a, a Pai Mei thing. Yeah. Yes that's a reference to Kill Bill but also Quentin Tarantino took that from old Shaw Brothers kung fu mo- right. kung fu movies so I'm wondering if that was the 36 was actually a reference
2: I I have a feeling in an episode like this it, it must be
1: You you yeah. think
2: Right and a lot of people in the in the chat have been saying uh as it's been going by About how like badass Sarah was In this whole episode So cool Well, that is always I guess in the arc of an episode She can't be really Super badass the
0: first time But then she comes back And she beats up Tons of guys
2: Yeah, like, yeah I mean what was That's different what
0: between, happens Yeah, what was different Between those two scenes? Wait, wait when was she Not badass When in they the first Confronted the uh, the Shogun Where he had the armor on And she fights his main dude and like, oh, uh, 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 Master of Assassin Class of 09
2: Right and Right You know why that You know why that bothered me Actually Is because I also saw Firestorm just, like, sit back, and Vixen were just watching. like, we'll let them fight. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, the Shogun was watching, and I'm like, you guys can all fight at once, you know. <laughs> That's right. Nope. It felt like that. There was, like, an SNL sketch way back in the day with, like, Phil Hartman, where it's like, remember... We fight one at a time. Nice. We're ninjas. We fight one at a time, not all at once. It reminded me of that. They're like, turn-based combat in an
1: RPG. That's yeah. right. But, like, but wait, why was she not badass in that scene? Like if you put If you put that sword in my hand, I would be dead in about three seconds. She I kinda was not that, killed.
2: I think she was really good with the sword fighter. It's just when the suit started firing missiles
0: at her. She blocks it. It comes down. The guy starts like pushing her down. You see her kind of bu- buckling underneath it, and mm. then everything starts happening at that point.
1: Right. So it's like, and
0: then uh, suddenly she uh, takes on four or five other ninjas while that guy watches a- afterwards. Like, Whatever,
2: dude. Come
0: on. It Whatever. Just, it, it was just she was having know, a bad day. and she then she was
2: having a good day? To believe it herself, Frank. She, she forgot like, oh, I got to bring that tiny knife with me. Yeah. <laughs> and then if I bring the tiny knife, I'll be a better fighter. That's Cheater. what happened.
1: She had a Cheater. tiny knife, which <laughs> that was also really cool. Oh, and I'm dude. wondering, I'm wondering if that was also a reference as well. The way she and the other swordsman at the end of the episode run past each other and she cuts it looks like she cuts him down but she actually had the knife i'm wondering if that was a nod to seven samurai it had to be. where where kuzo does uh, effectively the exact same thing only without the, yeah. the concealed weapon without what the the concealed <laughs> without <weapon. laughs> oh, okay, somebody cool. gonna gift this this <laughs> this go cool, go cool,
2: cool. i just want to make sure uh-huh. for the podcast listeners there, no. that's <laughs> Uh, so,
0: because uh, there was that, and with Jackson Stein, the other thing that irritates me, and I think much like Sarah losing first and then having to be a strong fighter at the end, we have something that I feel like you have to inject this sort of faux drama into this, where Stein and Jax learn about a secret that they are, aren't supposed to tell the rest of the team, and now they uh-huh. get to figure out how long...
2: Are they going to sit on the secret now? Oh, Okay, come on, guys. I mean, you were, <laughs> what,
1: what, God, you were
2: complaining I, about this earlier, complaining too. Complaining
1: is str- strong, I think. I will complain
2: about it. I will I think, Well, the thing is, okay, so <laughs> I'm going to say what I like about this season so far is that the sense of what's the big bad happening behind everything, we're finding out one at a time. I am positive, I'll be surprised if we don't find out what Future Barry said in the next episode. I will agree with you. I just don't want to get ahead of ourselves and be like, they're going to draw this out for quite a few episodes, but I don't think they will. I think it's going to be next episode. They'll be like, okay, we're going to have to tell them because it does. And maybe it's something that could, I don't know, get in the way of, of it's another warning to like, don't go to a certain time period. So they're like, we shouldn't bring this up. So we won't go to a certain
1: time period. I don't well, know. Ultimately, then- well, sorry, I was, I was going to say, ultimately, I'm leaning towards agreeing with you for a couple of reasons. One, I've actually noticed this season, especially all across the CWDC block, they seem to be getting better about not dragging things out falsely for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks at a time. I'm hoping that that trend continues here, but also, I think it's important as best you're able to as an audience member, certainly for me, to try and remove all of the additional information that you have in your head from reading all the news stories and like we know we know the legion of doom is coming because we follow all the news and we you know look at everybody's social media and all right. that but try to put yourself in the shoes of somebody who has no idea what they're building to and allow the mystery to to take you and it's like i have a hard time doing that as well sometimes but I feel like that's when it's going to work the best. Right. But but I feel like I'm cool with that if that's how you want to do it, but I feel like you should you can execute
0: that idea better rather than try to set up this uh, this kind of faux suspense of like, are they going to keep the secret or are they going to tell them? If it's going to be something as quick, which I'd be appreciative of, uh, a quick reveal of the next episode, they're going to tell them what it is. Set it up in such a way that you end this episode with them, guys, you wouldn't believe what we just found. Click, and that still gets us excited for the next episode instead of, uh, and this when you were like, oh, are they going to tell him why are we doing this? Why are we dragging yeah, this and out? and why
2: aren't they telling you about the, the weapons in yeah. that room? What is what is like, do they not trust Rory? Because we just spent why? a
0: whole season learning about like the cost of, of people kind of having hidden agendas, not, every, not everyone telling everybody right. the whole truth when they need it most. And they all say, we got to be honest with each other. That's how we're
2: going to work best as a team. It wouldn't be this? CW if they just openly talked about their feelings. Oh, yeah, Everyone's then... gotta hold it.
0: <laughs> just have a moment where like Michael we can't tell.
2: Yeah, realize. by the way, uh Humberto Lozano, I think, <clears throat> said in our chat earlier while we were while we were talking about this, maybe um maybe Barry's gonna admit that he screwed up the time stream again. And I would what? love it if like Barry. if old Barry's just like, Hey, I just wanna call in and say <laughs> yeah. I messed up. <laughs> i did it again <laughs> anyways um everyone has pigeon heads now i don't know why don't know what i did but everyone's got p- heads of pigeons so get used to that and i
0: replayed that scene a couple of uh, times he says uh he and vixen was that did he also name check vixen when oh, he? i met? didn't quite
2: i i only heard it once so because
0: i because I, I replayed it. I was like did he say vixen because
2: i thought it's like he did he say vic or i don't know yeah, I couldn't tell if it was Vic or Vixen. <laughs> Who's, Vic? <laughs> Who's Vic, for one. But, uh, yeah, probably said Vixen. I don't... Well, so, do we think this is um, leading up to the crossover? And Maybe. Yeah, because it also feels like things are starting to blend together with the other shows in some ways. Because I didn't catch Arrow this week, but I did see in uh, The Flash, Captain Cold was there. Yes. In The Flash, uh, even though it was like a flashback. But they also established that in that timeline, the, the flashpoint timeline that's happening right now, he still goes back in time with the legends. Yes, he so, was left with some friends of ours on a trip. Right. Yeah. So they still presumably he's still dead in that timeline at least. So at that moment. So what does that mean? Like when how is he gonna come back? Is what I'm wondering. Are they just gonna pick him up from like earlier in history? I don't know.
1: But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, that's the thing. Now we've now introduced so many ways to potentially travel either through time or through dimensions that it's really just a question of which which version of that hand are they going to play. At some point, I'm now like fixated on the pigeon heads though. Honestly, like I can't. Oh, you wanna go back to that? I can't. Pigeon I'm just heads, I'm stuck. I, I, and Barry just keeps, he just doesn't learn. He made us all have pigeon heads right. because he keeps making the same bad calls over and over. Bad call, Barry, that's a very bad call. I
2: just wanna answer this because I was gonna bring this up earlier. Ivan is calling out our, us being hypocritical by saying we wanna ship the vixen uh, relationship, I think, and calling that cliche i this is the thing that I was hoping they were building up right now in- for one Ray, if they're gonna have a love story, the one person they could have a love story with is a new character that's introduced to the series, so we don't feel like it's it's coming with baggage, and Vixen at one point wasn't coming with baggage now vixen has some baggage, but I was hoping that they were gonna build up like the vixen relationship at least give Ray, like, a relationship that, like, kind of starting from the bottom up rather than, like, having Kendra, which yeah. just didn't make sense at the time.
0: I don't even know if I need... Like, watching this episode, I don't I know don't if need I it. need... I don't
2: need a ship. I don't need any ship. I I, I can sail away on no ship at all. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that's, that's true. I don't swim. know. The day before we I'll this episode swim. started, yeah, I'll he swim. took off his... Uh... <laughs> His
0: Vixen Ray shirt that he has in a heart just on easy head off. Vixen plus Ray. <laughs> Trying to make a sale out of
1: it. But I did yeah. like
0: a Sarah and Vixen's uh, relationship. I just like, I much enjoyed their uh, burgeoning friendship much more than I enjoyed anything with Sarah and Kendra last season. Right. And this That's, is just kind of building up kind of naturally.
2: That friendship was strong because it was building from a friendship rather than a romance. Yeah. So yes. that was strong. So yeah, I don't need a ship, but I'm just saying if they did do it it would be kind of a better opportunity if they take the time and effort into that storyline. Yeah, so. absolutely. Uh, and I feel like
0: uh, with Vixen, they we're laying a little bit of potential story uh, points for this season because she breaks down to Sarah that there are five totems, handed from, as legend says, handed down from the gods. So wow, yeah. she's got one of them. Uh, are we going to see any of the other four totems this season? Is that a potential story point? A bunch of Vixens. Yeah. Uh, you know, some, some, you know, whatever. Uh, or foxes.
1: Fox. Well, and we also know, certainly. <laughs> we're, I'm just, we're just going to whistle past it. Uh, so, but we also know, like, uh, Damien Dark, who's already appeared in this season, we know is going to figure prominently into whatever the villainous plan is that they have to uh, yeah. defeat. We also know he dabbles quite heavily in the occult and mysticism and magic. True. So maybe there's something there? He might get a, yeah, and he does like totems. So he, he does might get really true. like his little trinkets
0: that are magic. That's very true. I mean, because he was really fascinated by it when he met the, the present-day vixen in Arrow. He was really fascinated yeah. by her totem. So, uh, as we find out, it's basically, I don't know if the our vixen is uh, a descendant of this vixen because she does mention that it was passed down from her mother to her, from her grandmother to her. So, whether our our modern-day vixen is the daughter of this golden age, vixen, I kind of I don't assumed
2: know. it was for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. What if one of the legends is the father?
0: Oh! <laughs> Hello, Ray, or hello, Mick. Maybe we'll yeah, see. Maybe, maybe. Uh, so, uh, but I was excited that uh, Mick got to fight actual ninjas in this episode, even though as weird as it was for them to show up, and we
2: don't know how yeah. they interlate with samurais. But I was hoping that they they were actually popping up from the time travelers or something. Like hmm. they were they were time traveling ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> but but I did, like, it seems mix. like they were regular ones. I don't want to shoot you guys. I love ninjas. I really <laughs>
1: like. I really like that after Mick beats up the ninjas, he takes the time to, <laughs> to stretch one of their outfits over his giant body and wear it back. Only, and you know he did because he takes off the mask so quickly. He only did it for that moment where he'd be like, <laughs> "It's me." <laughs> like that's amazing like I wanted the scene even if you did like a little post credits tag type of thing the scene of Mick in the woods trying to take this little ninja outfit and pull it all the way over him I also
2: like the idea that they just recruited him in this amount of time (laughs) they are like oh you're pretty good Um, you want to just join up with the ninjas and uh, you were a time bandit you know at one That's point, true. why don't they have one
0: do one in his size? Yeah. yeah, Excellent. So the chat, thanks for chiming in, chat. So she is the granddaughter. All right, cool. All right, so okay. we know that. Look at that.
2: Do we want to do a little bit of predictions? No. No? Okay. No. okay.
0: Guys, anyway, we're going to lay our head down quite go good sleep. We do our
1: best not to speculate about, you know, stuff. But speculate, it's my it's favorite a- thing! Uh, the one last thing,
0: so when, I know we were bringing up, like, Vixen okay. was so uh, reluctant to believe in the existence of ninjas. Like, through this whole episode until the very end, when she gives Rory the, uh, the Chinese star... But uh, I'm thinking, like you met time travelers. You have a totem that gives you, you these. You have uh,
1: animal magic yeah, yeah, powers yeah. and ninjas. Yeah. Is like, a bridge
0: too far? That's just thinking point. No, mm, nope. Don't buy it. <laughs> Do not buy this at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So that brings us to the end of this episode of the recap. So yes, let's follow Dave Child's lead and hop into some
2: predictions. Predictions. And now, you're I just out like the colors. TV. I like the green colors. Um okay so I'm I'm thinking uh I I'm wondering if like whatever's in that room might give a, Ray some Oh my god now I'm going to like, <laughs> We got to lie oh, down. Thick, thick. Uh, yeah. Um I'm wondering if whatever's in that room is going to maybe give Ray some purpose like maybe there's a weapon mm. or something or he'll, he'll he'll make a new suit out of a couple of space guns um or I don't know maybe there's something else in there that he can use maybe like a belt that'll make him shrink or he could figure out how to shrink. So that could yeah. be an option
0: because I, I was. It was cool to see the like the the, 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 the video screen that has the message yeah. from Barry. But I was hoping that we might have a little more of a lingering shot, and I guess we'll probably see that in future episodes, whenever they kind of reveal this hidden compartment to the rest of her the rest of the team. But to see any kind of like, just like little shout outs to like famous weapons from DC yeah. uh, DC lore in there.
1: So I well and I think too, I feel like there's got to be tech in that room beyond just the guns. I feel like it's a little bit unlikely that Rip Hunter would have a big arsenal for the sake of having a big arsenal. So I, I like that idea that yeah, maybe Ray finds something in there that he can tinker with and start to av- maybe evolve his his original designs. We're gonna obviously we're building towards the Legion of Doom, so I'm very curious to see how right. how we do that. How we maybe it'll happen during the crossover, how we fold Snart back into the rest of this story in the present. I'm uh, now because we we brought it up, I'm curious to see if, yeah, the the totems, if that becomes a bigger thing and if that has something to do with what Dark's agenda is. I'm not sure. I will say in that chamber, though, uh, Rip, I mean, if you're going to take the time to
0: put each of those weapons in an individual, like, glass case. With uh, the ex- underlighting and yeah, everything. take the extra step to kind of put a little stand in there so you can prop them up so they look really cool. They're just laying there. That's
1: that's not very exciting. I feel like he wasn't done. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why he didn't want anyone to see the room. He's like, it's not ready yet, you guys. And then he had to disappear from the timeline. That's right. It's like
2: half-painted figures of everything. (laughs) We were, Lex and I turned to each other, and we're like, I just kind of expected just Jonah Hex pictures. Photos everywhere. everywhere. (laughs) Just everywhere. Just like, ooh, I don't know if I want to be in this room. Mm -mm. Uh, (laughs) We know what you're doing there, Rip. Uh, We are going to go eventually back to the West, but that's not for a little while. And, uh... Do we? When is the crossover happening? It's uh, it's at the fall break for Supergirl. So I think it's at it, it is uh, episode eight, I believe. Okay. So we're not that far out. I feel no. like they're building it up. I feel yeah. like that's what the future Barry is, is a warning about like, uh, you're gonna need to come back here because I'm, I just like the older Barry. <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm there's a big crossover vet's happening on, <laughs> on Thursday. So guys, make sure you're here on Thursday. Uh, I just, I told you I would call and remind you about this. <laughs> do so. you imagine
0: that? So they told Grant Gustin in the booth,
2: act like you're really old. You're 40 years older. Uh, well, I think they pitched it down a little bit. <laughs> they did. they, they definitely like, did. Oh, I'm definitely older now. And <laughs> I drink whiskey in the future and smoke a bit. That's <laughs> what I do. But I smoke <laughs> them fast because I'm
1: the flash. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Barry. <laughs>
2: Well, All right, bye guys. <laughs> yes. That's it.
1: All right, bye everybody. Oh, Take yeah, one, care. I'm sorry, one thing we didn't hit from the the uh Episode proper is the family name of the uh, yes, a nice little historical name check. Wanted to make sure so the the family name. Obviously, if you do a Google search for the family name uh, and and DC Comics, you obviously get Maseo and Tatsu Yamashiro, and Tatsu, of course, is Katana.
0: But I like I was like okay, watch and watch and watch, and then he said, "Oh, here is your Katana back." I am like,
1: "Uh oh!" (laughs) (laughs) They they telegraphed it, pretty hard. Yes, I (laughs) I don't know.
2: It wasn't as it wasn't that hard for me because I, I I did think like. All right, what Asian characters have we seen in like in the Arrowverse that I was like, oh yeah, it's probably Katana. If you, yeah, to, if you were going to yeah.
1: Easter egg it, it's uh, yeah. not a huge list, uh, but do? still,
2: we didn't mention it, and had to mention it. What yeah. about uh, Superfriends cartoon character
0: Samurai, uh, the guy who spins like a tornado? Come on, what about him? Yeah, why not? Come yeah. on, why not? Him? Yeah, why can't it be him?
2: Why? why isn't every single DC character in this show at once?
0: <laughs> at once? At once? Uh, but so far, I know we've talked about this season just a little bit. It's only the the third episode, but I am mm-hmm. liking the addition of uh, Nate and Vixen into the cast. Yes, yeah. little replacements there. Uh so the idea of every season if some of the cast change and they brought in other heroes, I think it's a good well, thing to show that, you that, was, that it can work
1: really well. That was the original plan, right? Was that it was going to be a rotating roster season to season right. and that you're going to have a few people that would hang around but a lot of the team would be a uh, revolving cast.
2: Yeah, yeah, I like that. I do hope that they spend a bit more time with Vixen's character because right now they're kind of just making her it seems like she's only one type of animal power and that's a female dog. Ha. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Wow. I'm so sorry. Uh, doke,
1: doke, doke, Listen, doke.
2: everyone, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. But the thing is, she's being just mean. She's being mean for the sake of mean. But I think she was kind of warming up by the end of the episode. I mean she was she that. Star. She did that last episode too. And it just seems like if we're gonna have her every single episode, yeah. be a little mean. And I didn't mean that joke. it is it to back, walking it back.
1: Um, but I, I do agree in as much as I I would like to see her fleshed out a little bit more. And I think we're taking the time to flesh out Nate and certainly giving him powers and tracking that journey is a great way to do that. So yeah. I'm hoping that Vixen gets a little bit more focus if she's going to be a, a regular presence. And I think she's a great presence. Yeah. But I'd like to see her fleshed out a little bit more. Yes. Well, I think yeah, last that's
0: season with Kendra and Carter, she was, they were so tied so heavily into... Vandal Savage, and that, that whole arc and her the, all the baggage that Carter and Kendra brought into the show relationship-wise. It was just tough to be able to really yeah. do anything else other than her, than just always focus on her
2: and Carter, immortal love, are always going to be here. True, and there was some <clears> nice <throat> stuff in this episode. I, I shouldn't gloss over the idea that they talked about her village, they talked about like where she came from, so there's a little bit of that. And I, I think the more that they do of who she is as a person, maybe what her how she knew Rex and kind of what her what the team was like with the JSA and how this one's different. I think that would be good. Yeah, but I wonder
0: when you paint you set up that kind of backstory. Um. Uh, I feel like you you don't want to you don't spend much time in a show talking about something if you're not going to perhaps see it. Do we go That's back true. in time and see that story where the yeah, uh, those maybe. totems get handed out to uh the people in their village? And
2: see what oh, happens. and I also that reminds me one thing I'm kind of maybe hoping for is that we go to, um, we see Ray's uh, um, fiance yes. because that's a character that we haven't dived into. There was that weird moment in the last season where her face was hidden. Yeah,
1: that's yeah. We did. So we it almost seemed like are.
2: it made me feel like oh, they just want to cast her for a more in depth story later, and now I feel like we have a legion of doom time travelers going around trying to narrow down this and try to fight this group of heroes so of course they would go to the origin story essentially that, of, of that,
1: Ray. That does. That makes a lot of sense. And it yeah. makes a lot of sense too on the level of if we're starting Ray down this path of an arc that is essentially well, what is my role? What is what am I worth without the suit? I think yeah, taking him back to basics in that way is a great way to maybe remind him of who he is and who he can be. And yeah, I think this would be a tremendous yeah. way to bring that, that character back into yeah, it. Yeah, and
2: it's and he's trying to rediscover himself right now too, so it'll be it'll be good. If they do that,
1: yeah, and we also have
2: not seen a
0: future episode so far in this this it's season true. yet. So, uh, and next episode is going to be the Civil War with
2: zombies. So we War we also need zombies. an ice level and a fire level and a, a dungeon level. <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> get uh-huh. around it at the whole. We got to get the whole set going. Yes,
2: as the, all of the worlds,
0: all the worlds. Get them going. Yes, and an impossibly hard water temple.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
0: so oh, that, so, uh, water yeah, that uh, as before we do our official goodbye here, we're going to take a moment here, uh, Mr. Dave Child. I, he doesn't just sit here and, and on After Buzz and talk to you about all these great TV shows like
2: Westworld, uh, you know, Legends of Tomorrow. You know, he's an artist. He's a real deal artist. Okay, so recently I uh, I made for Halloween a nice little uh, music video about a creepy clown. Um, it's going through the motions of a horror movie, and I happen to play a creepy clown in it. I directed it, I dance in it, and I want you to see it. So... Look up my... If you go to my Twitter... I don't know. Are we going to play it now? We can oh, play I it a little bit. I, I'm Jay, glad I just I'm can't up. play it for you. I'm queuing it up right now. Give me one second. Okay, okay right
0: play now. a little bit of it. I do like watching this this search here in the room. Dave Chow clown.
1: clown. Dave Chow Clown. Dave Chow clown. <laughs> Comes up pretty easily. So what is the full title here? It says A Creepy Clown Song. This,
2: it's A Creepy Clown Story. I'll be there. Okay. But if you go to my Twitter at MR Dave Child. It's uh the pin tweet right at the top. So please go watch it, share it before Halloween and it becomes weird to start sharing creepy clown uh <laughs> dance videos. <laughs> but it should be fun. Um and ready? Yeah. yeah. Let's give it a, a taste. you
1: want to go into or can I
2: just hit play? Go a little bit forward? No, mm-hmm. not yeah, right, a little behind? Right there. That's good. Right about there? Yeah. All right, let's see. This. Oh, let's see
1: to do is step into the bathroom, wash your face to relax you, and stop feeling a fright. Then just stop where you are, notice the mirror's ajar, and just set it back right. And I'll be there to let you know.
2: <laughs> All right, we can stop right there. <laughs> if you want to watch it please uh, look it up or go to my Twitter it's at the very top I put a lot of work into it it's my Citizen Kane (laughs) 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 and it's only two and a half minutes long so it's pretty digestible so enjoy it, share it,
0: have fun uh, please just for this moment if we could just uh, fast forward into the future you're sitting there (laughs) on your deathbed what is your final word? (laughs) ugh
2: and Hex ship. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Dave Child is citizen clown. No <laughs> one knows what it means. He's a billionaire now. It can't be anything to do with that AfterBuzz show from, <laughs> from 50 years that's, ago.
0: All right, folks, that's going to do it for this episode of The Legends of Tomorrow After Show here on AfterBuzz TV, but please go check out Dave Child's video. fantastic. Just this uh, it makes me want to go home and watch it right away, so I'm excited to see the full thing in its entirety. Uh, in the meantime, though, folks, like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Lex Michael needs those to live. Nom, 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 nom. That's right. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Thanks so much for everybody for hopping in the chat, keeping us uh, correct, letting us know those details that we uh, sometimes forget. Like uh, Vixen's going to be the the great uh, the granddaughter of uh, yeah v- Vixen Prime, as we've been told that she's called. Sure, sure. Uh, if you want to continue the conversation with us even after the show's over, though, and compliment Dave Child on his amazing amazing video,
2: Dave Child, where can I find you? Find me at Mr. Dave Child. Thank you, everybody. And I am all over social media at the Lex Michael. And you can follow me on Twitter
0: at HappyWithJackie, folks. We'll see you next week for another episode of the Legends of Tomorrow After Show right here on AfterBuzz TV.
2: From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like
1: to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network.